and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN app. Good morning and welcome into the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and also we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you and good morning Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. That's where you can watch the show and all the shows here on ESPN Chicago. It's now time for Shot or No Shot. Here's Shay Norling. Shay. Good morning, boys. Goody, I got to tell you something we just talked about off the air. The image of you in a hotel somewhere in the middle of nowhere screaming into a into a remote device to do this radio show <laughs> while the concierge is trying to work silently next to you is, is giving me fits. <laughs> it's just an unusual situation. Uh, they're looking in on me. It's like, why is he talking into this little box? Why is he? Why is he yelling at Rob about LeBron James? This is an unusual situation, but you know what? We're finding we're finding our way through. Cap is you know that's what pros do. Just find your way through. You just entertain those wonderful people in the lobby of whatever moribund hotel you're at downstate. Usually they got to pay for access like that, Hood. That's what you got to tell them. You're getting this for free. I know. I'm hey, paying Alice, you for access. I, you got to see who I saw in the lobby. That Jonathan Hood fella's in town. <laughs> just peering through the window, wondering what's going on. Why is he yelling at this printer? <laughs> right so next good. to him and this little lamp that's from 1981 so good. it's just it's an amazing setup here but uh we just we we move through cap and you know again as we get ready for shot or no shot cap no one you, you we started to hear in our last hour the seeping in of people holding on to lebron to, to michael jordan holding on to the memories look no one is trying to push michael jordan down whatever tv show or radio show that's trying to tell you that that michael jordan is less than it's nonsense but i love the holding on to the hem of the garment of 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 michael jordan holding him up here's the thing that we don't hear where's the conversation about lebron versus kobe where is the conversation about LeBron versus Larry Bird? Where is the conversation about him against Tim Duncan or Steph Curry or, or Olajuwon? See, no one wants – or Durant. No one wants to have those conversations because I guess that's, that's, that's too far-fetched for them to be able to think because everyone wants to go to the low-hanging fruit of Michael against LeBron. Correct. What about, what about some of the other all-time greats? Agreed. No one wants to have those conversations. So I, I just – to me, it is, it is as ridiculous and it is so tired as – Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame, Michael versus uh, LeBron, and, and Frank Thomas doesn't smile at me at Comiskey, so I'm not going to the games. That's, that's the, the three conversations I got tired of in my career quickly. It, fans, it, won't, fans won't come to the Sox game because Frank won't smile at me. Agreed. <laughs> All right, let's get the shot. No shot. Go All right, boys. Uh, well, we were talking about the NBA. I have a question about the NBA trade deadline, which is looming. And a former bull is making headlines on the trade market, despite Tom Thibodeau saying he hopes Derrick Rose is not moved at the deadline. A number of Eastern Conference teams are reportedly interested, including the Milwaukee Bucks. My question, shot or no shot, if Derrick Rose is on the move, the Bulls should bring him home. No shot. No shot. He, he can't get off the bench in New York. Why? Look, he had a great run with the Bulls, and someday he'll be back in town to get honored by the Bulls, maybe sign a one-day contract. No, he's not going to play. His body is probably nearing its end. He can't get off the bench in New York. We're not talking about the greatest NBA team in the world right now in the Big Apple, right? So, no, we don't need the sideshow. No. That's a shot. Um, 
I could see Derrick Rose in his in his last year playing with the Chicago Bulls. Be- you know why? Because I think that's what Jerry would like. He likes he likes Derrick Rose, doesn't he? Yeah, and it has nothing to do with liking or not. In my opinion, hoodie. I mean, we we're not here to get side chills. Ooh, guys, look who's sitting on the bench. There's Derrick Rose. No, you'd get emotional. If, if Derrick Rose came back in a Bulls uniform, and I know that he can't play the game like he used to, but you imagine that veteran presence. We've talked about this. There's nothing wrong with an old head being in that locker room. We know you have enough of those in the league. Remember when, you know, when a, a James Buddha Edwards would just be sitting there? He wouldn't play. We get this now with the Miami Heat, right? Who's the player that's there that's been there for 15 years, Shay? Udonis uh, Haslam. 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 He's been there forever. He doesn't play. He's there for, for five fouls, but he's there to be able to almost be a coach in the locker room. Cap, yeah, I, I know for a fact if they brought Rose back, you would do a recap on oh my at 6-3 at guard out of the University of Memphis. He Derek would be emotional. Yeah, Cap would be emotional because, would, you'd, because you would see how fans would embrace it. And Cap, it's not like he's going to make an impact, but I would see, I could see the Bulls trying to bring him back. I think it'd be really cool for me as a fan. Go, oh, there's Derrick Rose. Would if I'm the executive in charge of the Bulls? No, I'm not bringing him back except to sign a one day deal and retire a Bull. Got it. Have him on my team for what possible reason? Hoodie, are we here for hood ornaments or are we here to try and build a winner? Hoodie, hold my camera. I'm here at the United Center. I'm happy to see D-Rose back in town. Take that. Yeah, he's a great guy. I like Derek very much. I'm speaking as a basketball evaluator. Why am I, for what reason am I signing him? For, tell me, what, what is he bringing to my team? Well, he, he doesn't. Uh, can't doesn't play move, anymore. He, can't, he doesn't move the ball like he used to. That's correct. Correct. Because if he could, let me just tell you this. And here's why, why Cap's right, Shay. If he could. Thibs would be using him because Thibodeau would rather use a veteran than a young player. There's a lot of young players that Thibodeau does not play and does not give meaningful playing time. And so if he could, if Rose could move, he'd be getting 10 or 15 minutes a game. Yeah, he's done. Thibs is his biggest backer. Yeah. He can't play anymore. No. Shay. All right, speaking of former Chicago athletes likely to be on the move, boy, I hate this, but it was reported yesterday Mitchell Trubisky is likely to be a cap casualty for the Steelers and likely to be released this offseason. So the whispers started. With Trubisky having the diet field skill set and Trevor Simeon likely gone, shot or no shot, the Bears should bring Trubisky in as the backup. No shot. (laughs) And I like Mitch. He's a great guy in the room. He's going to make a lot of money as a backup. No. If his name was Mitchell Smith, yeah, go ahead, get him. Mitchell Trubisky triggers people in town. There's no point in re-going down that path. Now, now, the way the question was phrased, the field skill set, is that what you said, Shane? Diet Diet fields. What does that mean? It means, (laughs) remember, Hoodie, we talked about how Tyler Huntley is a poor man's Lamar Jackson. Randy Huntley, yeah. Mitch is fields without the calories. M- Mitch plays the same style. He's just not as good. But he is mobile, and he you run the same playbook, is what I'm saying, mm-hmm. as opposed to Trevor Simeon's he's more of a drop He's artificial sugar. Well, yeah, he's a, sucralose. That's a no shot. He can go any other market. That's enough of Mitch in Chicago. Like that's a, I mean, you know, I tell you what. Could you imagine Luke Getzey being able to be the offensive coordinator for Trubisky? Now, I'm not, listen, 
the accuracy and his penchant to turn the ball over, that's an issue for me, Cap. Is it, we, we saw it in Pittsburgh. We just saw it this past season. But the ability to roll out of the pocket and move around, Mitch could do that. We've seen that. Yeah. But the arm accuracy, that's the problem. Yeah, I mean, he's again, he's going to be a career backup. It is what it is. He'll have a long career and make a lot of money. He's not going to be a starter. He's not. He'll only start if someone's injured. Mike Glennon. All right. He's Next. better than that. All right, boys, on the subject of the Bears' free agency fast approaching and the athletics' Kevin Fishbane uh, spoke with a player agent who suggested Ryan Poles and the Bears may hold off on spending in a shallow free agent class and instead kick the can down the road for 2024. My question, shot or no shot, waiting for a deeper free agency in a year is the right call for the Bears. When you say that, Cap, does that mean that you should should go all in on the draft and not necessarily get big fish free agents and wait until next year? Is that what the question is saying? Say it again, Shay, so we, everyone hears it clear. The suggestion, uh, Kevin Fishbane spoke to a, from The Athletic spoke to a player agent, and it was suggested to him that the Bears may not empty the, the bank in 2023, and they'll kick the can down the road a little bit, yeah. wait for a deeper free agent class in 2024, and spend their money then. So my question, shot or no shot, that's the right call for the Bears. Yeah, not going deep into free agency this year, but next year. Uh, Go ahead, Hoodie. Uh, uh, well, I, I would say, well, for me, it's a no shot because if you have all this this money, I'm, listen, you don't spend it on garbage, obviously. You make sure that you get quality players that can make a difference for this upcoming season. Uh, obviously, the draft is a whole different kettle of fish. Yes, you got to make sure that you are able to hit, what, what, what do we always say, Cap, 70%, 80% on the draft if you can? I don't think you hit at that level. You do not. I think it was Joe Banner, the former president of the Browns and the Eagles, who came on and said the hit rate on quarterbacks in the first round is 50%, I believe. And overall, first-round picks getting to their second contract, I think he said was 46%. What I'm saying is that for the entirety of the draft, you hope that you have 60% of the guys that you draft that can make a difference for your football team. At the very minimum, correct? Seventy uh, percent? Oh, not, no way! Seventy percent, well, way too high. Well, what I, well, I, well, I guess what I'm saying is, the especially your top picks, you would like for them to be able to bear fruit. Your top pick, not just the number one pick, but day one, day two. You hope that you be able because this is something that Pace could not do. Pace was a day two, day three guy. Yes. My hope is that day one, day two, that uh, that um, Poles. Ryan Poles will be able to find. Quality players that you plug in there can make a difference. But free agency is a different question, though, that Shea asked. Should you go all-in free agency this year or wait until next year for that? I'm I'm thinking no shot. I'm thinking no shot because how much cap space will you have next year for free agency? Well, you'll be able to carry over what you don't use this year. That's the thing. You're gonna ha- they're not going to spend all the money anyway because they have to keep some in reserve in case they've got to extend Justin. Uh, look, this year they thought Elton Jenkins from the Packers was going to be a free agent, and the Bears had interest there. They thought the kid Conklin in Cleveland was going to be a free agent. They had interest there, and both those guys got extended. So the free agent class changes on an almost daily basis by guys who all of a sudden get released, like Keenan Allen. There's rumors he might get released, or guys sign extensions to stay with the teams they're at. 
it's a shot. If you, you cannot spend that money unless you truly believe in the player you're signing. And if you look and go, that dude isn't worth all that money, then don't spend it. You're not running the table and going deep in the playoffs next year as much as we all want that to happen. So build this thing the right way. All right, uh, another great edition of uh, Shot or No Shot from Shay Norling. Coming up next, Aaron Rodgers and Kyrie Irving. They're embracing the crazy. I mean, really crazy. We'll get into that coming up next. You're listening to the Cap and J Hood Morning Show. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Cap and J Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Cap and J Hood. Weekday mornings at 7 here on ESPN 1000. Also, we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Glad to have you in today. We're with you until 10. Then Mike Greenberg takes over at 10 o'clock. Carmen Yurko at 12. Waddle and Sylvie at 2. Black and Abdallah at 6. Freddie and Fitzsimmons at 8. All part of the mix right here on Chicago's Home for Sports ESPN 1000. You know, Cap, um, I've known you for a long time. And we've talked about a lot of different things. I mean, we have a lot of things in common. The one thing we don't have in common is this feeling that, you know, if you were able to meet Aaron Rodgers and sit down and have dinner with him, that you would. I would not because I, I can't be around crazy. I deal, uh, I deal with that enough at home, dealing with crazy. Wow. The, the, whole thing, <laughs> the whole thing where you say that you would sit down and have dinner with this kook, this Aaron Rodgers. Now let's talk about the latest with Aaron Rodgers. Are you sure you still want to have dinner with him based on this latest story? Yeah, I – Look, I would like to talk to people who are vastly different or very deep thinkers. I might not agree with everything that they say, but I would still love to sit down and have dinner and just talk. It doesn't have to be, hey, Aaron, what's it like to play at Lambeau? What is it like to be the owner? Of the-? I don't care. I want to just talk just talk and see where the conversation goes. I think it'd be really intriguing. I would love to sit down and talk to LeBron James. Aaron Rodgers would absolutely be on that list. 100%. The the story that's out here about Aaron Rodgers, who says that uh, he was on the Pat McAfee show. I I forgot, guys, if we have sound on that or should we just talk about this. let's, Let's go back in time with Aaron Rodgers here just a day ago talking about this quote unquote darkness retreat go ahead it's four nights of uh, complete uh, darkness and i locked in no you can you can leave if you if you've you know you can't do it you can just walk out the door but it's uh, it's a darkness retreat wow. and i've had you know a number of friends who've done it and had some profound uh, experiences and it's something that's been on my radar for a few years now and i felt like it'd be awesome to do regardless of where i was leaning after this season so it's been on the calendar for uh, months and months and months and it's coming up uh in a couple weeks. The, the complete darkness. Four mm-hmm. days and four nights. Mm-hmm. Well, I know you're not doing it. So I respect the heck out of him for being able to do this. Uh, I don't know if Danny is still connected on his Comrex because he's got meetings out of the office today. But Danny took me to, what is the place? Float 60, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Float 60. And Danny said, we got to do this. You like cryo. You'd love float 60. And so we go over there, just the two of us. And I'm claustrophobic. 
and we go in. Danny, get Yurko did it one day. You get in this almost like a freaking coffin. Yeah. And you float in salt water, and it's pitch black in there, and it's soundproof, and you're just alone with your thoughts. And Danny had prearranged for us to go, and they gave me like a not like a coffin one because I, I would have had a heart attack eight seconds in. <laughs> they had like a like a room the size of our office that we have that we just got kicked out of, our old office. And it's small, enough room for two desks, and that's it. And it was, you know, I don't know, two feet of water deep, but you float on the top because it's salt water, and it's an hour. Danny goes in his little booth. I go into my little room, and there's a button you hit, and you can get out. It'll turn the lights on, and the door unlocks. And I lasted 14 minutes, and it was 13 minutes and 59 seconds of hell. Yes. I got settled in in a second. Uh, oh, God. Let me out of here. <laughs> and I left. And Danny called me. Where are you? Dude, I'm almost home. What? I left 45 minutes ago. Man, I can't do that. That was horrible. There's no way you could do that. And so for him, so this also is about, it is crazy, Shay. It's crazy. But at the same time, this is about discipline. He says that it's a darkness retreat, but you can leave any time. He says he could just open the door and just leave. So just alone with his thoughts, you could do that at your own house and just turn the lights off. But no, it's a darkness retreat. I mean, how much does that cost? That's well, what I, I want to know. I looked into it this morning, Goody, and it's not cheap. I found one in Oregon that cost like $2,000 uh, for the four-night stay. I was reading through all of this. So they recommend if you're a first-timer. Now, I did the sensory deprivation float thing as well as Cap. I loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, They recommend if you're a first-timer doing this that you should plan for four to five days. If you're a first-timer but you were really comfortable with yourself, you could go 10 to 12 days. 10 to 12 days in complete darkness. It said people do this for up to two months. Oh. Danny, when he was connected in the in the last break, uh, told me he has had friends do this, and they loved it. They said it was fantastic. So I asked him, "How? let's, as a station, get me to do this. I will do this. I will go spend four days in complete darkness, and I will come back, and I want to experience the changes. I want to become the changed man. Okay, okay. This one so- is, like, I, I want to embrace the crazy Rogers on this one as well. Okay, well, this is insane. And I could do this at my house and I never, never spend a dime. Here's the question. So for those four days and four nights, are you eating? Where's yes, the, is, they it, drop food off where you don't see the people, but they slide the food into the place for you. Okay, so what, under the door, like a dog? So how, I, how's, that, how's that happen? Because I mentioned I read an essay of somebody who did this, yeah. and they said when they, they did a cheap one in, like, Thailand or something, but they said when they got the food brought to them, there was, like, a door and then another door. So the, the guy would come over and open the door, and he'd put the food in, and then the person in the room would have to put a blindfold on to cover their eyes from the light and open the other door like an airlock and get okay. the food out of it. And the food was like brown rice and vegetables. So you're not eating a lot. They okay. said the first couple days you'll sleep most of the time. And then the final two days you'll only sleep maybe an hour or two because you reach like an altered state of consciousness. Okay, two Americas. There's no way that I'm doing that. There's no way I'm doing that. Are you kidding me, Cap? Sitting in darkness for four days and four nights, no games, you know, no, uh, no point spreads. 
Just right. sit alone with your thoughts. Can I bet some parlays while I'm in here? <laughs> Where, where's the dark app? Where it's like I'm not, I don't see any lights. I'm just putting it. You, it it's not going to happen, Cap. No way. So they're actually. I no. guess I'm looking at the you know the, these different dark retreats. You can go do one in the Faro District of Portugal. It's twenty one hundred forty seven dollars. Available year round. Oh my god. Yeah. Do it at your own crib. You don't have to spend any money. That you miss out though on it's soundproof, light proof. Like it's. Like your own crib, you can't do that. Some suburbs, as you well know, don't. There's nothing going on, nice and quiet. It's I mean, called that's... Muji meditation. Muji in the darkness. Okay. I am here. Nothing left to do. Nothing to look at, if only within. Dive into the unknown. No more excuses. Who is the one that perceives, feels, thinks, listens, and replies to itself? Silence held by the infinite darkness. So there I am on day one, Cap. All right, in darkness, nothing going on, just alone with my thoughts. First things coming to my mind, man, I could use some ribs right now. Yeah. (laughs) Barbecue would be good right now. Boy, how about some coffee? That would be real good. I couldn't think about anything else at the beginning. It's like, okay, so what's the meal? Is it vegetarian? So like beans and rice? Okay, that's weird. But what else is going through my mind? The show? I'm thinking about my loved ones. And then what else? <laughs> like it just random thoughts for four days and four nights. I'd go crazy in there. Okay, so in India, the retreats in darkness are usually called Kaya Kalpa retreats. The term Kaya means body. Kalpa means ageless or immortal. Kaya Kalpa literally means ageless body or body fashioning. It is an Ayurvedic treatment for rejuvenating the body, calling for seclusion in total darkness with meditation, along with the application of various herbal concoctions. It is even seen as a form of yoga, and it has three main objectives, slowing the aging process, maintaining excellent physical health and youthful vitality, delaying physical death. This is how he's going to catch Brady. All this darkness stuff is going to let him play till 45. I'm telling you, Cap, Hood, I want to do this. This one, he's got me interested. I'm in. I want to do it. Four days and four nights. There's no way you could survive that. How long would I make it? Danny says I won't make it. I think I could go four all four days. days. The, no chance. How long am I making it in complete darkness? No phone, no games, no betting. How long am I going to last? No video You would games. not last 24 hours. No chance. I think I could do four days. There, there is zero chance. You would literally come out like emotionally scarred. No, no, I would be a changed person. I would have a better outlook on life. That's a lie. There is no shot can of we, that. Can you leave case. now? I'm going to come back, Cap. I'm going to come back. I'm going to be all sunshine and rainbows. Whoa. This dark cloud over me, it'll be gone. Yeah, there, that, that, there's zero. no way that's going to happen with you. Are you kidding me? There is. First of all, I think it's cool that. He's able to do this, Aaron. Yep. There's no way I could do it. Well, None. I, I mentioned again, I read this essay, somebody who did it. Apparently, this is also in the ayahuasca pipeline because the person who wrote this essay said they did ayahuasca. And then in that community, the darkness retreat was brought up. Right. But they didn't do the ayahuasca while they're in there. I mean, that wouldn't even be probably allowed. They, well, no, they say you don't even need to. They say no drugs, no alcohol, sober state of mind, and the darkness alone, the sensory deprivation and the darkness, give you the altered consciousness. Now, how do they know what you're bringing in there? Do they do a cavity search? 
Maybe just go in <laughs> naked. You don't need anything. Darkness. Right. right. Can you? Where do you pee? There's a toilet. I don't know. You see, this is also what confused me. But it's the, dark, though. I mean, I, can, right, I cut the, the, can I cut the light on? The, the picture I saw, there's a shower, there's a toilet. You do all this stuff. It was like a squat potty, too. It wasn't one you sit on. Ugh. Which seems crazy in is the dark. Is Aaron wearing, like, his Packer jersey? I just if I got to go to the bathroom, it's complete darkness. Where would I find the door? Where would I find to be able to do this in the darkness? See, that's what I'm talking about. There's man. no door. Crazy. I just looked it up. There's like you're just in this round room, and over in the on the edge, because there's no corner. Yeah, is there's like a, a toilet, and then there's a faucet coming off the wall where you shower. There's plenty of prisons he can go to if that's what he wants to do. Dude, there's I would three, I would literally it. freak out. But Cap, ultimately, this is the hole, isn't it? For jail, it's the hole. Like, if, if you can't be in gin pop and you can't be, get along in your own cell, they throw you in the hole. How many movies have we seen with this? The Correct. hole. Correct. All right, this is the hole. Is that the end of Django Unchained? They just throw him in a pit? <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. Put the lotion in the basket. It's like being down there. So ridiculous. Remember Silence of the Lambs? I do. It rubs the lotion on itself. Put the lotion in the basket. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> he wants to put himself in the hole. It's just amazing. We'll get to Kyrie Irving later because that's also part of the crazy that we're talking about, the crazy twosome, Aaron Rodgers and Kyrie Irving. But coming up, we got to get around the NFL. It's Super Bowl week, of course, so we've got around the NFL and some news and notes there on Cap and J-Hood. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with Cap and J-Hood. Chicago Blackhawks lose to Anaheim by a score of 3-2 last night. LeBron James is the all-time scoring leader in the NBA after a fadeaway jumper to surpass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The Bulls saw another fourth-quarter collapse. 104-89 was a loss against Memphis. Um, they are outscored 32-14 in that final frame. And Bears uh, part owner, uh, Andrew McKenna, he passed away at the age of 93. Jay Moore. Cap and Jay Hood are back. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Nick Bull sucks. He sucks. I'm just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator. I love the Green Bay Packers. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I want winners. He starts to come and he pulls out. This is a really thickly built guy. I mean... What's the answer you're looking for on these things here? Time to go around the National Football League here on the Cap and J. Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000. It's Super Bowl week, and we turn over to Shay Norland. Shay? All right, boys, I want to get started uh, with a story we didn't manage to get to yesterday. We were tied in around the NFL. Tom Brady's taking a year off of broadcast. Uh, a year off of football. He won't play in 2023. Then he's going to come back to broadcasting in 2024. My question for you on this, taking the year off and supposedly committing to preparation for his career with Fox will keep him from becoming the next Tony Romo. Yes, Cap. I also think he will mull over whether or not he wants to do it. I think taking that year to just kind of decompress away from football, yeah, sure, he's going to be watching. Sure, he'll be around. But I'm wondering, does he really want to do it? It gives him a year to think about it. I mean, if I'm him, I'm not turning that money down. But I'm wondering, is he really all in? I guess we'll have to find out. Well, there's maybe some breaking news. Maybe he's going on a year-long darkness retreat. (laughs) Hoodie, go inside the cave of your own heart when you can bear. 
and be your own emptiness, you are free. Oh, maybe outstanding. He just wants to be around his kids before they get too old. I think his son from his first relationship with Bridget Moynihan is 15, maybe. Yes. And the other two are 12 and 13, 11 and 14, something like that. And maybe he's like, you know what? I'm going to spend this year in Florida, play some golf, drive my kids to school. I've got business interests. i got the Brady brand and the TB12 thing and all that. I'm just going to relax. I'm just going to enjoy life. And then also work on prepping to be a broadcaster. So, yeah. Yeah, can he avoid being the next Tony Romo as far as having executives come to your home and talk to you about your broadcasting? That very well could be. That very well could be. Preparation is the key for all of this, though. Excitement and and having a youthful exuberance for the game is awesome. Uh, But at the same time, you got to be able to show, hey, I've done some homework here, and I'm going to give you tendencies of when I played. Hopefully Brady will be able to pick up on that as a broadcaster. I think he's going to play football. He's, he's not play. playing again. <laughs> this guy's not taking a gap year. Tom Brady gap year? Get out of here. Tom Brady's done. He's going to play football. He's no, not. No this, is, no, this is the end now, for real. For real, for real. This is it. He's he's not playing again, Shay, because, you know, as, as Cap talked about a lot, he has his opportunities. He, I mean, if you're San Francisco, you still don't have a quarterback in place. Whatever you want to say about Trey Lance and Garoppolo's out and what we saw there at the end, I mean, ultimately, if Brady wanted to go to San Francisco, he could. There's a couple of spots where he could play, but it's about winning the Super Bowl for him, right? He wants to be in a, on a team to win. He couldn't find one, so that's why he's completely out now. John Lynch going to come to him in a couple months with an ownership stake to play quarterback for one year. <laughs> <laughs> it's a de- uh, yeah, you know what? All right. No. He's done. Shay. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks on the move, Derek Carr to the Saints. Officially, they are in contact. So the head coach in place, Cap, they uh, they worked together with the uh, with the Raiders. Did they not? They were they were together with the Raiders. Uh, I believe that's correct. Dennis Allen. Yes. Yeah. And so Dennis Allen was a head coach for a year there, I believe. But I think he was there for th- two or three with the Raiders. So at least they know one another. Yeah, Derek Carr, apparently he's, no trade is imminent, but he is going to visit. But right now, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport said that there is a very strong chance that he will not get traded there and he will get cut. Yeah, it sounds like he's going to be cut. And again, the, the big thing is centered around the February 15th, $44 million, I think, guarantee date. Obviously, the Raiders don't want that. It's now being said it's even in Carr's best interest to avoid that tag because it just limits his options as to where he can go. It sounds like he's going to be cut. He would be a perfect Dolphin. That would that would get that team in the right direction. I really believe he'd be a good Dolphin. They already have the weapons in place, Cap. They, oh, they got all the weapons. He'd yeah. be walking into a ready-made system that would, you know, with Tyree Kill and uh, Tommy's kid, Jalen. I mean, there's so many... <laughs> Really right. talented players, good offensive line. So, yeah, I I think he gets cut, and we'll see where he ends up. Cap, that's not Tom's kid. It isn't? No, it is not. Where did he get all that speed from? His mother. I thought it was from Tommy. No, it's not. You got to stop. You, you put that out there. You know Daniel Greenberg's going to put that out there on Twitter. 
Right. Don't do that. Tom Waddle's son. <laughs> right. You know, you know Daniel Greenberg will just, everything you say, it's breaking news, you know. So let's, let's not put that out there. Daniel's a good man. <laughs> Go ahead, Shay. All right, Terry Bradshaw, who uh, worked closely with Sean Payton a little bit this year, obviously on the Fox broadcast, was talked about or was talking about Sean Payton and made it pretty clear. He was asked what what happened with Sean Payton to the Cardinals. He said didn't want to work with Kyler Murray, point blank. Did not want to work with that quarterback. Well, there you have it. Look, right? Yeah, there you have it. To whom much is given, much is expected, and they gave Kyler Murray. So much, and so many have said, what a jag that guy is to work with. It's not all about just ability, man. It's not. I mean, the hope is is that he matures in the position as a leader on that Cardinals team. But when I heard that, uh, that Kyler Murray would have a say in the head coach and all the stuff we heard around him, look, here's what I base it on. I base it on your play. Are you available? Are you healthy? Are you able to get better than you were in, in year one? I just see a little guy out there just running around with the football cap. I don't see a difference maker in him as quarterback. That's what I see. I just don't see it. But when you have someone like Sean Payton's like, nah, I'll pass. Here's a quarterback whisperer. Yep. He's like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'll uh, work with Russell. Yeah. So I, that, that says all you need to know. Hey, Sean, go. we've got two Jags. You can coach either one, Russell Wilson or Kyler Murray. I'll take Russell. Russell's just a guy that, like, he says things that you want to hear, Cap. If you are a coach, if you're coaching him and you tell him, Russ, I need you to do this, yes, coach, absolutely, coach. Well, I mean, you know that's fake. But as long as he's executing, it's fine, (laughs) right? Because what player is just like, yeah, yeah, Cap, whatever you need, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you know that that's just false hustle and he's just trying to lead by example. But ultimately, that's... He's just trying to show like he's the ultimate team guy. But players in, in other organizations see through that with Russell Wilson. So that's that's the whole thing. I think, will his season turn around? Will his career turn around? I don't think so. As I told you before, Sean Payton to Denver is Oliver Purnell with DePaul. It is. It's a money grab. They're not winning a championship with Russell Wilson. If it was a younger quarterback, I'd give him the benefit of the doubt. But Russell, he's in the twilight of his career. No shot. Boy, are they paying Sean Payton. $100 million bucks. A lot well, of money. Well, this is Lou with the Cubs. Wow. <laughs> you disagree? Come uh, on, man. No, I get it. I mean, it's funny Lou. where, you know, Sean Payton is a home run hire, but then somebody put up his numbers for his career as a head coach versus Mike McCarthy's. McCarthy's numbers are better. But one is perceived as this boom down in Dallas, right. and the other one they're lined up to give $20 million a year to. And they both <laughs> won the same number of titles, by the way. Shay, you got one more? Uh, let's keep this thing timely. Let's keep the rig on the road today, Hoodie. Yeah, let wow. me just say one thing, Hoodie. Andy McKenna, you mentioned in the headlines, passed yes. away at the age of 93. He was a re- very good friend of mine. He was a great mentor, and he will be sorely missed. He was a wonderful Wonderful person, Andrew McKenna, gone at ninety-three. You've heard we've heard that name in the, in Chicago for a long time, and he passed away. I didn't know. Was he sick, Cap? Do you know? Or he had been sick over the last month. He had declined, and it was imminent. And I, I remember, can't tell you how many times I went to his office in Morton Grove at Schwartz Paper that he owned. And we'd have lunch in the conference room, and he'd turn and go, you see that chair right next to you? Yeah. 
That's the chair Jerry was sitting in when he bought the White Sox from us. Wow. Yes. Yes. He was amazing. Amazing. And he and his partner, Pat Ryan, owned 20% of the Chicago Bears. God bless Andy McKenna. That's yep. outstanding. Great God bless. story, Cap. Uh, we talk about crazy. We talk about Aaron Rodgers in the darkness. Would you do this? How about some more crazy? How about Kyrie Irving in a whole different stratosphere? We'll talk about that next on Cap and Jay Hood. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's Home for Sports. Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN1000 and on the ESPN Chicago app. That same ESPN Chicago app in which you can find White Sox Weekly with Connor McKnight. You're into the White Sox. You know, spring training's right around the corner. White Sox Weekly available on the ESPN Chicago app. Cap, you talk about someone who's in an alternate universe. That's Kyrie Irving. And when we talk about Kyrie Irving, you and I, we never talk about the, you know, disparage his game. His game, he's one of the best guards in the league. He's going to the Hall of Fame. He's one of the best guards as far as putting the ball on the floor, shooting, making others better. He is that dude. There's no doubt. He is deadly. But he is just in an alternate universe when he talks about his time with Brooklyn and now traded to the Dallas Mavericks. Traded, and by the way, forced that trade to the Dallas Mavericks. Some thoughts here from Kyrie Irving as he met with the Dallas Press. You know, we wanted to bring a, a championship to a young organization. They were only around for six years. I grew up a New Jersey Nets fan. Um, it's in my blood. You know, I, I cheer for them. Um, but when things start to change and you're not getting transparency and honesty from people in the front office or people around you, I mean, I don't know what person feels comfortable or confident in that type of environment. You know, like I wish them well. I left them in fourth place. I did what I was supposed to do. Took care of my teammates. Was uh, incredi- incredibly selfless in my approach to leading. Um, I just want to do all the right things for myself. Oh my god! Oh my god! Incredibly selfless when you ghosted the team and took off. Man, look. This is when Bulls fans like you know. What if we get Kyrie? We, I don't want any of that drama around here. I don't know what universe that he's in when he says that. I mean, what was he talking about? Now, if you have a problem with uh, with Cy, the owner. Of uh, of the Brooklyn Nets, that's fine. But you forced your way into Brooklyn. He said in the press conference, Cap, you and I talked about it. He and Kevin Durant said, you know, we're so good, we don't need a coach. And so immediately you undermine Steve Nash. And then all you want to do is try to get out of that situation because, you know, Ben Simmons isn't a good player. He's just not. James Harden left the team. And then Kyrie Irving, he collapsed under the pressure. While KD was out, Kyrie should have been able to lead this team or help this team. And you know what he did instead? He decided to leave and take, take his talents to Dallas. He's not a leader, man. He is the ultimate Robin. That's who he is. But actually, at times, he's not even Robin. He's Alfred. That's uh, who he is. Yeah, I was going to say he's more like Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> Down the line, yes. A he's a big player. <laughs> he's wonderfully talented. I'm Seriously. not going to tell you this dude isn't talented. When you can't count on him and he's a sideshow everywhere he goes, Cleveland, get him out of here. Boston, get him out of here. Brooklyn, get him out of here. Dude, at some point, look in the mirror. You're the problem. Can you believe that sound by Cap? No. I cannot. I mean, who is he talking to? And who, who in their right mind is going to listen to that? Like, you know what, Kyrie, you're absolutely right. 
the way the organization did you wrong and how you were just so good with the team and your, your teammates. You left them in fourth place. Good for you. And, and, and who brags about that? I left Brooklyn. I left you in fourth place. Go pound sand. Yeah. What? You think that there's – and Kevin Durant apparently met with the ownership in front office yesterday and is not going to be traded. They said they're discussing what they do moving forward. Maybe he gets traded in the summer. I don't know, but it doesn't sound like anything's going to happen. In fact, it's just now on the crawl. ESPN, Nets have no plans to trade Durant and hope he can return soon after the All-Star break. And they met yesterday. So you think there's any part of Kevin Durant, I picked that dude to ride with to Brooklyn? Come on, what an idiot I am. <laughs> Every time Durant's around a situation, people leave him. Russell Westbrook, what's happening in Brooklyn. You know, but here's what it comes down to to Kevin Durant. You know what the bottom line is, Cap, with Kevin Durant? Kevin Durant tried to get happier than happy. If I, if I want to get my way in, in, in my free agency from Oklahoma City and go to Golden State and win a, a couple of championships, I'd stay there as long as I could. Who cares about feelings? Are you getting the ball in the hoop? Are you winning championships? I would have stayed there as long as I could with Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond Green and, and Steve Kerr and that culture. I would have stayed there as long as possible. No, I need my own crib. I got to be with my own team. And he goes to Brooklyn, and there's Harden and there is Kyrie. Everyone thought, here's the new big three. No one can beat them. And guess what? They all left. They all left Durant. There's something to that, Cap, where people like, we like Durant. He's good to hang with, but, man, I, I, I can't play with him. Why are people leaving Durant all the time? There's something to that, I think. Yeah, I don't know if it's they're leaving Durant or he just picks the wrong people to surround himself with. Well, there you have it. Like Russell like uh, Russell Westbrook. Correct. Same situation. Who's never won. <laughs> you know? It's just amazing, man. It's just uh, I, that when I heard that from Kyrie, that's just amazing. All right, coming up. Records in sports that will never be broken. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that. And also, LeBron James, he surpasses Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the all-time scoring record in the NBA. We discuss it, discuss it in two minutes on Cap and J. Hood.